Hello, and welcome to the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast, brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicoon, New York. I'm managing air. I'm managing editor Joe Abraham, and here are some of this week's top stories. New investment, renovations, and an increase in fuel sales are just a few reasons why there's optimism regarding the future of Sullivan County International Airport, located in the town of Bethel. Public Works Commissioner Ed McAndrew, in his report to legislators on Thursday, noted that a helicopter charter service, Air Charter Express, was looking for office space and to possibly base at the county airport. Anytime we can bring business to the airport, it makes us more visible to other entities, said McAndrew. The more people that come here, the more fuel we can sell, and we generate the need for more hangars. District 7 Legislator Joe Perillo asked McAndrew if he could provide the latest fuel sales at the airport. Earlier this year, the Democrat reported that fuel sales at the airport were almost $400,000 in 2021. However, through August, they had already surpassed last year's totals and were around $546,377. In other news, on Thursday, the county confirmed reports that Public Safety Commissioner Tom Farney has resigned. His resignation was effective Monday, November 28th. County Manager Josh Potosik is currently in charge of the Division of Public Safety, supported by the existing staff. As it is a personnel matter, the county said it cannot provide details as to why Farney resigned. On an unrelated subject, the county confirmed on Friday that Public Health Director Nancy McGraw was on administrative leave. When asked why, Sullivan County Director of Communications Dan Hoost said they had no details or a statement to provide as it was a personnel matter. The Democrat also reached out to McGraw, who said she had no comment at this time. Hoost said the Deputy Public Health Director, Karen Holden, is currently overseeing public health operations. In 2017, after regularly meeting for two years, the Sullivan County Charter Review Commission voted 9-1 to recommend the adoption of a county executive form of government. The Charter Review Commission is composed of quality county electors chosen by the county legislature and representing various segments of the community. They are appointed at least once every 10 years to review and propose revisions to the county's charter if required. The commission serves in an advisory capacity does not have the authority to make changes as that power rests with the legislature or in the event of a referendum with the people of the county. Therefore, even though a recommendation was made to switch to a county executive form of government, the legislature did not act at the time. On Thursday at the start of the planning committee meeting, which he chairs, Minority Leader Iris Steingart revisited the topic. He said, quote, a lot of people have come to me recently with the issue of making a change to the charter in regard to a county executive. I don't think we should discuss it today, but I think at some point the legislature should discuss it to see if there's any interest. So I just wanted to bring that to everybody's attention. Several people were injured when a glass wall in the food court at Resorts World Catskills suddenly collapsed on Friday afternoon. Multiple fire departments and ambulance companies responded to the scene. According to the New York State Police, at least eight people were injured when a glass display wall measuring approximately 80 feet in length collapsed from its ceiling suspension. One person's injuries were serious enough to necessitate a medevac by helicopter to Westchester Medical Center. Other people who were injured were transported by ambulance to nearby Garnet Health Medical Center Catskills. According to the state police, all injuries were of a non-life-threatening nature. The safety and security of our guests and staff is our top priority, said Dan Bank, a spokesperson for Resorts World Catskills. We are coordinating with local agencies, and the affected area will be closed as we gather more information. We are extremely grateful to the first responders who quickly arrived on scene. The Town of Fallsburg passed their 2023 budget during their November 14th town board meeting held in South Fallsburg. The $13.5 million budget is a 1.43% increase over last year's budget, 
with a $9.2 million needed to be raised by taxes. Add on the lighting districts, garbage, sewer, parking, water, and fire districts, and the budget rises to $23.3 million. Significant increases come from gas and oil as inflation still affects the local economy. The cost to operate the equipment used by the Fallsburg Highway Department town vehicles are becoming more expensive. Furthermore, the increases arrive from health care costs for town employees across every department. The board had to take a hard look at the entire budget to try and stay under the cap, explained Fallsburg Comptroller Scott Dubois regarding the rising cost of supplies, fuel, and health insurance. Thankfully, there was growth with the assessment to help offset the increases that needed to be made. Looking ahead to 2023, Deputy Supervisor Sean Walcarty said that there are many projects in the works for the new year and for the years ahead. While the Sullivan County Legislature and SUNY Sullivan explore bringing a sizable recreational facility to Fallsburg, the town will investigate building and improving the business district around the potential new recreation district, new recreational facility in La Sheldrake. According to Walcarty, the budget comes at a time when the town is starting a large municipal project to upgrade the wastewater treatment plant in South Fallsburg. The age of the system and the influx of new homes and businesses have taken their toll on the current plan. As Fallsburg grows and more housing projects are being developed, the flow to South Fallsburg has increased. and The town says the upgrade will help meet those growing needs, especially during July and August when the population grows. Walcarty said the town is looking to start more, quote, community-based projects. The town is looking to st- start the process of upgrading the South Fallsburg Rail and Trail entrance as one of its newest parks. Moreover, Walcarty said the Fallsburg Police Reform Committee would be revamped into the Police Engagement Committee while adding two volunteer police commissioners. We believe this name change accurately represents the idea that our members of law enforcement should and can be an obvious and active part of the Fallsburg community, said Walcarty. He also added that the commissioners will not be elected officials, but someone from the public who wishes to be part of the committee. Those commissioners would act as liaisons to the public, and Walcarty said the changes were brought on by surveys and, quote, what residents were asking for. Walcarty said that the volunteer police commissioners will have the same rights, privileges, and responsibilities as the town police commissioner and will need to pass a background check, adding, quote, we want to give the committee the tools to be wildly successful. Down in the town of Forestburg, the town board announced the recent decision of the Zoning Board of Appeals denial of an appeal for building permits by Lost Lakes Holding LLC and Rose Improvement on December 1st. The special meeting where the decision was initially announced was held by the ZBA on November 15th. In light of this decision, the initial denial of the building permit stands and Lost Lakes Holdings LLC Vice President Yehuda Miller confirmed development in Lost Lakes property has been halted indefinitely. The original design was approved, detailed a golf course and 400 homes. There is currently one home built to completion. The denied building permits now disallow any further housing development to be constructed within the Lost Lakes Holding LLC property. Stephen Barshaw, a partner of the law firm Steve Paget and Riesel, PC, is the legal representative for Lost Lakes Holding LLC and Rose Improvement. He told the Democrat that despite the ZBA's recent decision, pending litigation remains ongoing, which include multiple lawsuits against the town. According to Barshov, one pending lawsuit regarding regards the town's alleged legal use of an escrow account initially created by the original property owner's double diamond. The other lawsuit was prompted by the alleged withholding of information after a Freedom of Information Law, or FOIL, request was made by Lost Lakes Holding LLC and granted by the town. Barshaw also confirmed that another lawsuit will be filed in the near future regarding the ZBA's decision 
to uphold the denial of building permits. The entirety of the ZBA's final decision statement can be found on the town's website, www.forestburg.net. In addition to the update on the ZBA's decision, Councilwoman Karen Ellswick reminded the board of the status of the Dormitory Authority of the State of New York, or DASNY grant. According to Ellswick, the town is still waiting for the state's signature, and once that is obtained, the town can begin to submit receipts for reimbursement. She confirmed that no purchases have been made except for recent repairs of the original roof of the town hall. In past meetings, suggestions were made on how the town can utilize the anticipated leftover money, which is estimated to be around $8,000. The town had originally decided to pursue the idea to install additional playground equipment on the property surrounding Town Hall, although this plan was met with criticism with one town resident via a correspondence letter. The town board continued their conversation over possible alternatives, uses of the money, including but not limited to an eco-friendly outdoor lighting system for the town highway barn. Supervisor Dan Hogue stated that the town should keep their options open, look at the cost of the potential purchases, and make a determination. That does it for this edition of the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast, brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calico, New York. We'll catch up with you again next week with the latest news.